Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome to RS3 One Mike. Uh, the title for our show, An Inexact Science. Yeah, we're going to talk about the NFL draft. And every time people think they know, they really don't know. And so that'll be the main part of our cipher that we'll hit uh, within the next 15 minutes of the show. But uh, uh, before we get started, we want to remind you all to go to www.realsportsguys.com for all things RSG. Connect with us on social media and, and get the connection there. Uh, we have uh, videos that we've posted on our previous podcasts, as well as some audio podcasts and some blogs. Uh, we got some new stuff from Inside the Park. Hank uh, got out there. We got some stuff from uh, boxing, uh, a boxing moment with myself and Darnell talking boxing. So there's plenty of stuff up there. Make sure you go to realsportsguys.com and, and, and check us out. And if you can send us a, give us a rating. We love that, those high ratings, fives, and some great comments that – uh, can help us uh, improve as we keep on going. Before I get into the open mic, I want to bring in my co-hosts. Uh, these guys, we've been running together here for a while um, and, and making it happen. And so we'll start with the youngin, my man, Darnell Kirkland. How you doing, Darnell? How you doing today? Well, first of all, I have to remind you guys that I got um, last Saturday I got conned by a mirror once again. <laughs> I wasted my $70 to see this guy quit. But um, and also we saw yesterday how Oklahoma City Thunder, one of the lowest IQ basketball teams I've ever seen in life. How you guys blow a twelve-point lead in three minutes? We 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 will get into that. We will get into both those topics here in the open mic. You have seasons. You have teas. You have got us ready. Before we get into those topics, I'm gonna bring my man in. He's a veteran. He's he's the one that holds together so we don't lose a twelve-point lead. My man Hank Davis. No, sir, we're not going to lose no 12-point lead. It's good to be with you all tonight, and I can promise you this. Everything on this show and everything going forward will be absolutely unredacted. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely definitely happening here. We we are not having anything redacted here. You're going to get the full transcript. That's right. They wouldn't let us get away with that anyway. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't listened to RSG uh, One Mic, we have uh, uh, some uh, signature segments. Uh, our opening segment is called One Mic, and then the, the, the cipher is kind of the heart of our topic for the show. And then our man Hank, he drops the mic for us at the end of the show to kind of close it out with a word of wisdom. And so we're glad you could be with here with us and, and hanging with us at the show. But we're going to go into the open mic. The young and teased a little bit. You know, we, you know, as you, if you listen to RSG for a while on all our platforms, Boxing finds its way into our conversation. It's kind of been this constant thing. We've kind of kept boxing alive, even before all these streaming lines and everything coming on. We were always talking boxing. Um, and now boxing's kind of rising, getting hot again uh, in the game. And so we had this major fight, pay-per-view, Crawford against Mir Khan, Bud Crawford, fighting for the uh, – Terrence Bud Crawford, fighting for the pound for pound. And um, we had a weird ending. 
Um, it was definitely a low blow for those who didn't see the fight. You know, if you if you planned it, you taped it, then this is your opportunity to pause this or move forward, come back, and we can tell you. But but uh, you know, uh, Crawford was coming on strong. They had a little exchange. He hit him low, but it looked like he hit him more on the hip rather than in the, the midsection. Uh, and the way that Khan do it, Khan Amir Khan was in the corner looking to his uh, his uh, uh, corner person who kept asking him whether or not he was okay. He didn't really answer. And then they stopped the fight. And so it was kind of a weird ending, but it was obvious that Crawford was beginning to, to really uh, assert himself uh, in the fight. You know, Darnell's our resident boxing guy. You, you obviously, um, I have not taught you in the game as a media person, so I have to give you some insight so you don't uh, uh, invest in the way you invested. But we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, but you did invest. And, and, and in some ways, you know, it, it, it felt like the kind of fight you could invest in. Because even if Khan was, uh, Amir Khan was going to lose, he usually loses in a spectacular fashion. You know, he fought, he, he went hard at Canelo only to get caught by a bolo and fell out, but he, he went hard. Right. And so, so why did you begin to make the statement? Like when you talk about that fight, it obviously left, left a bad taste in your mouth, but you know, give me your perspective on it. Well, before I get into anything, I have something to play for you. I seen Amir Khan's face and he was shaking his head and I was getting disappointed the whole time because I knew that he was looking for a way out. Um, him and Virgil was having a conversation. I don't know what the conversation was about, but Amir just kept shaking his head, and I was like, oh, man, he about to quit. And I was right. That's what happened. Not not the way that I would like to finish the fight, but, you know, uh, Virgil's in his corner for a reason. That's to look at there for his fighter, and he felt the need that his fighter didn't want to fight anymore, so he stopped the fight. All right, so this is part two coming right here. And then at the timestamp, right? Question for Amir. Amir, can you tell us what happened there at the end? Was it you who said you didn't want to continue, or did Virgil say it for you? What happened there? Um, Virgil, um, he, he was in the, I was in the corner, and obviously um, I walked over to him and said, how do you feel? I said, um, who am I talking to? I'm sorry. Um, and I, obviously, I could feel it in my stomach. Um, I've been—I I was calling good shots in the fight, obviously, um, but just didn't recover from that last shot. Uh, but wish um, not take anything away from Crawford. He put in a great fight, and I mean, you know, it was a—it was a pleasure to be in the ring with him. I mean, he's a great fighter, and obviously, a lot of people—I I give him a lot more credit now than um, you know. Now, want to spend the ring, uh, time in the ring with him. He's a, he's a very good fighter. People are saying Amir quit. Could you speak to the people that say that and just yeah. direct it to them? Yeah, I would, I would never quit. I'd rather get knocked out. You know, I, I'm one of them fighters. I'd rather get knocked out I'm in fights. Um, I have um, I have been knocked out because I've tried to win fights. You didn't quit. <laughs> nah, I didn't quit. So what happened? I'm telling you, I never quit. What happened? I mean, I think I was in the <laughs> All right, fellas. So that's what I wanted y'all to hear. You didn't cool. quit. So what's your you conclusion? You the analyst. What's your conclusion? You didn't you quit. So what oh, do you so think? My conclusion for this whole um I was kinda of, there was a little hyperbole when I said I wasted um, I wasted the money on the um 
on the card. Amir Khan, Amir Khan doesn't have a, a, a history of quitting, right? I don't. I've never seen him quit before. So, so why would you say he quit? Because we saw him quit. We watched him quit. We saw him go to the corner and say, um, you know, Virgil Hunter asked him, um, do you want to continue? He looked at him and said, oh. <laughs> he looked at him and said, oh. he, we watched him quit. But, um, but the, my reasoning why it wasn't a waste was because um, half, um, half the reason I, um, I bought the pay-per-view was for, um, was for the undercard because I wanted to see Shakur Stevenson and Teofimo see what they were going to do. And Shakur Stevenson proved to us why he is worth the hype that he is given. But um, getting back into um, Amir Khan, you mentioned earlier the fight with Canelo. And this is um, actually going to go towards more towards um, Terrence Crawford. This proves why Terrence Crawford is the best boxer on earth today. Because everybody always trying to say um, um, Amir Khan has never been outboxed. Well, he got outboxed Saturday. There was no, there was no second of any round that Amir Khan won in that um, fight. Unlike the um, Canelo fight, when he was kind of, they was kind of being boxed in the beginning of the um, fight, and then um, Canelo had to catch up to him later. Terence Crawford had him from the very beginning, and that proved the boxing skill and the boxing acumen of um, Terence Crawford and his team. So, so where, I mean, so where does Terence Crawford go now? I mean, he's kind of in a He's got to deal with top ranking and, um, you know, uh, ESPN. Well, the uh, fight is probably going to be against Kel Brook because Kel Brook came and he said before the fight he was going to um, he was going to scout the fight. He was going to see, um, look at Amir Khan, and he wanted to um, he wanted to fight Crawford. And um, everybody wants to see um, Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford, and um, the PBC side Al Heyman. And Errol Spence, well, in my opinion, if everybody – because Bob Arum, well, the other clip that I, I didn't play was Bob Arum after the fight. He was saying, um, Al Heyman, uh, he doesn't want any of his fighters to go against us. But um, I'll, I have a question for you. Who represents Amir Khan? Who? You tell me. Who represents I know. You know. Amir Khan is an Al Heyman fighter. You literally just watched the fight with an Al Heyman fighter. There you go. I don't think Al Heyman, I think the problem that they have with this, and Hank, I'll bring you in if you had a chance to see the fight. I think the problem that they have with this is that, um, and I think Ellerbree said it best. I watched a, a video of Ellerbree talking about this, is that um, uh, Aram is coming out of this old school way of thinking about promoting that it's got like this us against them mentality. Al Heyman is about making sure the boxers get paid and we can figure out the money. Like he's not going to be out front yelling like, uh, you know, uh, a lot of these historical promoters. He's a businessman. He, he ran Michael Jackson's tour. You know what I'm saying? Al Heyman went, went to business school at Penn. You know, he, Al ain't trying to get out here. Al ain't going to be in front of the camera. Al don't do business in front of the camera. He's just gonna try to make sure the numbers add up. Everybody go. He got. He tries to come up with a win-win scenario, and that's how Al Heyman, I think, has always worked. Where there's enough money for everybody to make money, whereas Bob Arum has always got to. I think it's it's a it's a clash between generations of boxers. This is new school streaming that I've been saying. I was saying that when Doug came on. It creates a revenue model 
that allows for the money to be made over even more time than the pay-per-view. The, the, the life, the shelf life of the streaming adds so much more value to the money than, and Al understands that. And so I, I, I didn't know what Bob Aaron was talking about. Okay, so before, so before um, where I was going with that before, um, yeah. beforehand was, um, I don't think it was Al, it's Al Heyman stopping the fight because we just saw an Al Heyman fighter and a top ring fighter. And we, and we have been seeing Al Heyman fighters and top ring fighters working for years. Yeah. It's Errol Spence. I know I've been I've been I've been protecting Errol Spence for a long time because that's what uh oh uh oh uh oh here you go now you know what I'm saying now I got hold on listen before you do this I got to give young credit he was one of the first people to unpack Triple G when at the height where everybody was talking about Triple G you were the counter voice and in some ways you've proven it and now you got an Errol Spence now now this might be blasphemy I got to hear your Errol Spence thing you know I love Errol Spence but 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 at the end of the day. Errol Spence said it to his face. He told Terrence Crawford to his face. Why would I fight you when I could get the easy fight? I can get the easy belt fighting Sean Porter. So I got to keep it all the way 100. So um, Terrence Crawford said he wants to fight now. And the reason we're not getting the fight, it's not because of Terrence Crawford. It's not because of Al Hamish. It's because of Errol Spence. I got to keep it 100. I got to keep it 100. It's, um, it's on him. He wants to fight Sean Porter instead. He's go- After that, he's probably going to try to fight Keith Thurman instead. After that, he's probably going to try to fight Manny Pacquiao instead. So the bad news mm-hmm. is we're probably not going to get Terrence Crawford fight for a good year and a half because, like he said earlier, he's like, oh, Terrence Crawford's on the wrong side of the street, and I got to keep it 100. That's um, Those are duck tactics. <laughs> duck tactics. Oh, my goodness. All right, Hank. I don't know if you had a chance to catch a fight or not. Or I, I didn't get a chance to catch the fight, but there's only one reason why I didn't. Because unlike the youngin, I wasn't going to invest. Okay. Oh, no. now, 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 here's the thing. I want to see this fight, too, and I will see it, you know, in a couple of weeks. But one thing that I was shocked at with this fight, the night of the fight, and they were showing a lot of the undercard of, about on ESPN. I don't know if you had an opportunity to see a couple of those down now. But the fact is, the fight itself, you know, in some in some markets was upwards of seventy five dollars, which I was kind of shocked at, you know, for this fight, you know, um, and so I was I was kind of like taken aback by why they why they charge so much for this for this fight right here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, uh, I was so surprised I about the amount too. I, I thought it surprised about given the streaming. I thought it should have been a fight in the forties or fifties because exactly. it wasn't worth I really, seven. I want, I want to see it. But, it was but borderline you, not a pay-per-view fight. It, it, yeah. it didn't sell well either. What I'm hearing no, is, it didn't. What, what I'm hearing is it was, um, it, it only did about a hundred thousand pay-per-view wise. That's like yeah. a fourth of what Errol Spence did. Which, which, um, which again, didn't, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me when a lot of, a lot of the boxing pundits was, was really predicting that Crawford was going to win this fight rather handily. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of people had had picked Crawford to win to despite by a TKO or by a knockout in the later rounds. Okay, I don't have I don't I don't even think anybody actually had Khan, you know, winning this fight. But no. they thought that he could probably he, he might he, every fighter has a puncher's chance. Yeah, but, you got a puncher. You got a puncher, but you got to punch him. And the thing is, and they you said if he's going to get him, he's got to get him uh, early because Crawford starts so slow. All right, but none of that happened. But I was still was surprised. At how much this fight costs, all right. And, I think, and, and I part think, of the I, business model on this for ESPN, if you looked at their advertising, 
for a lot of these folks, because with the fight, you also got the year subscription to their ESPN plus. So they were baking that in because the, the residual money is on continuing the subscription model. So the reason why they put that, if you notice that for people who didn't already have ESPN plus that, that was built in as part of, they also got that year long subscription. So it was designed to drive the streaming. So that's a different business model than right. the normal, the typical pay-per-view model where you're trying, you're trying to take, because usually pay-per-view is a one-time thing you're going to make. What right. they're trying to do is a percentage of those folks are going to renew their subscriptions, right? So the money goes out. So people might say it's 100000 but if, if 60000 of those folks continue their uh, uh, subscriptions for the next five years, that money's made over and over again. I think if you look at their model, now they're experimenting with it, but I, you're right. I wouldn't have. This was a borderline pay per view, and given that model, you probably should have been more in the fifty range. Right. right? So that's the, that's the part where I think there's some some disconnect because part of it's not about Crawford. It's like Khan. If this was Khan before he fought Canelo, then that money might have been driven by that. But the last image people really have of Khan is taking that devastating knockout from Canelo in their mind, like that right. they saw. So I think you hit a really good good point on that. Well, before well, we, we move on, before we move on, I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think about Shakur Stevenson's performance? Saturday? I thought it was good, but I still think, as I mean, you were going back and forth, I still think that he is a, a year or two away, which you and I have talked about, from really getting in there and being what I think he could be. I think, I think bringing him along the right way, he can, he can have a lot of staying power. He's a great fighter. We cannot fight that. But I, I think that he's still um, a year away from or two from where we want him to be for staying power. Now he's talented enough to get a really good fight right now. Like his next fight could be with one of the top level and he'll hold himself. But if you really want to set him up for long-term success, and I think, you know, that's what he has in, you know, in terms of, you know, having a team that like Andre Ward, and those folks around here who understand that, um, then he's going to have a lot of staying power. He's definitely a talented kid. He likes to talk. He's got the mouth. He's got the charisma. You know, he's going to be pay-per-view giant here soon. So I, I have no question. And he's tough. He just got to stay out them streets. And so part of this is not about his fighting. It's about him understanding his behavior outside because he's already got this issue he got with this assault with his family in his video. So that's the stuff they got to correct or he's not going to have staying power. So oh, yeah. About that. About that. Yep. They had this, They showed the screenshot. I think um, I'm pretty sure you saw this. They showed the screenshot before he fought. Yep. Why did they do that for Kovalev? Well, well, you know, we we, we, we already understand that. And also, (laughs) Kovalev is on the backside of his career. This is a rising stock. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, um, before the fight, um, they put his rap sheet up there. They were saying, oh, he got, he got arrested on this date. He got charged on this date. He has a trial on this date. Why did they do that for Sergey Kovalev? Because that story was relevant at this point. Kovalev, Kovalev was not really relevant. Like, we could do a rap sheet for every boxer. Like, I'm not saying boxers in general, but we have boxers who have, they have rap sheets. So we could we could have that throughout, and for all the reasons you're saying, but you could also say, this was on ESPN, this is what they do. So Kovalev... Hey, was on ESPN. Kovalev last time was on Kovalev, ESPN. Who is Kovalev right now? I'm, I'm saying... I like Kovalev, but who, who is he? Oh, that on Kovalev? They was, they was over here. Andre Ward took that. There's no need to do that because Andre Ward took his heart. They didn't have to put the rap sheet up. You and I talked about this. 
<laughs> I don't understand it yet. We can make all the speculation we want about this. Okay. But but Kovalev is not a dynamic personality like this kid. Like this kid's personality brings that kind of attention. Kovalev is not that kind of dynamic personality. Like this guy got this guy got Pepsi commercials on his feature. He, Kovalev ain't that. Kovalev doing uh, well, uh, this, Hennessy. Well, you said he got pe- 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 <laughs> and stuff in his, in his suit. Why would you? Then why would you expose for the world to see? Because because at the time that Kovalev fought on ESPN, ESPN wasn't this far along in their infrastructure around boxing. Look how many and people they deployed Kovalev infrastructure like, around this. They're a news agency. Kovalev they fought three or four there. months ago. He didn't fight. It's not like Kovalev. But, but Kovalev's not a. It's not a story. Kovalev's not a story, man. Come on. Let's talk about it. He's not a story. Like, Kovalev's not a story. Now, he could quick up one soon. He's not a story. Who watched that fight? You and about nine other people from the Eastern <laughs> Bloc. Come on. On to the next topic. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I bet if Lomachenko was to get um was to get caught um fight somebody on the street, they wouldn't they wouldn't put that on there. They probably wouldn't put it on there. I but 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 Andre Ward is on there. Andre can deal with that. I'm not mad. I'm not gonna take that down. We'll get to that. You know how I feel about it, and I could I could comment on it. But you know how I feel about it. The, the only part about this is that you gotta give me up equal, Foster, but they won't blow up that kicker that was on um, the um, New York Giants. I, you, you got know, me on a whole nother thing. I, 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 you 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 got you taking me off my spot right now, yeah, youngin. I'm gonna say this. You making a good case. I'm sorry, we got on the. But Kovalev can't be your case. Now now Lomachenko is a good case. But Kovalev is B-side. This young man, A-side. It's like, you ask him, well, why are they talking about the Backstreet Boys? They ain't relevant. I'm saying when the Backstreet Boys was on there, they were, they, no, never mind. We'll leave it alone. All right. Now that we heat it, we got another rivalry that wasn't really a rivalry. This was the most, this was the most dynamic 4-1 series I've ever watched. It, it felt like it was a game seven. Dame Dollar waved. <laughs> okay, see, I then took the neighborhood out. Man, after being pushed out two years in a row, Dane Dollar stayed the course. And he dropped 50 on them in game five and sent the it sent OKC home. I'll go with you, Hank. What does this mean for Damian Lillard? Like, what does this put him, you know, uh, on this stage with this dramatic performance he had sending the OKC Thunder home? We saw this coming, okay? We saw this coming three years ago. Yeah. Okay, if you if you recall the series, uh, in the first round series between Golden State and and, and, and uh, Portland, Damian Lillard clowned that game too, okay? Yep. And we thought that this was the next up-and-coming championship team. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and nobody – this is, this is, to me, to me, it's like this is what we expected and anticipated from Damian Lillard. All right. So the fact that that happened to me is like tick tock, tick tock. Where you been, brother? You know, because this is what I was looking for. This is what I was expecting from this Portland team. Okay. And so we got it. And what I think the rest of the nation saw was a young man that, that one of those hidden super, super, superstars. Okay. Wherever you you got all the other big names, but this is one of them hidden superstar that's been getting it in. And they saw it when he shot that shot from my living room. Okay, here in Michigan, all right, and hit nothing but the bottom of the net, all right. I, now, like I said, I had no dog in the fight, but you know how we do, uh, D, back in the day, when you see some stuff like that, you get up and run around your house, 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Around your house when you got when you got ice water in your veins, and I mean, you know, he just he was relaxed. It was a pretty shot, and I mean, he had to be what ten feet behind the three point arc and let that sucker go, and it fell with authority. And like you mm -hmm. said, that is what you call that is the quintessential dagger right there. You know, that was that. First of all, that game was very exciting to watch. It was yeah. very entertaining to watch, and um, uh. For it to come down to that, that was that was an amazing, amazing, amazing finish. And you're right. I think you got a rivalry somewhere there. Uh, you would hope it would be, but you know, Oklahoma City is flimsy right now. I I, I don't know what what kind of what, what 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 we see in the future for them. But we know that we saw this with Portland. We know that Portland looked like that next best team that's coming up, and now they're starting to get some some uh, playoff experience, age around them. And now we're going to see them. They're, they're going to be they're going to be a tough out. Yeah, and, and one thing I, 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 on the other side, looking at uh, OK City, um, what's, what's, what's promising about them, because I've been saying this all the time, that Damian, uh, that, uh, that uh, you got you to gotta push Russ to the two guard. And you got to find a point guard who's not afraid to be aggressive. And I would say uh, Schroeder was a, the closest in a while to someone who was comfortable in his spot being point guard. And when they really let him kind of play and assert himself, they played better. Um, and he's like that third wheel, but they, they still got a lot of tension between that because it requires, even though Russ has given up a lot to allow uh, PG to like excel this year, there's still that other piece. When it came down to it, Russ took a shot, percentage-wise, wasn't good. He wasn't shooting that well. And, and so that was a shot that PG probably should have taken or even if Schroeder should have taken, he could have been the playmaker. And so there's some issues here. When you think about, uh, what this means for OK City, uh, Darnell, or you know, what does this mean for Russ? The narrative around Russ. What was your What was your thought process watching the way that they 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 fell out in the series? What was my pro? Um, well, first of all, I wanted the series to be um, to go longer because personally, I love this matchup. But um, mm. as a person, I was rooting for OKC because I want the series to go longer. This game was a very frustrating game to watch. Because OKC, um, first of all, I gotta give respect to um Damian Lillard. He balled out. Um, him and his him and his uh, world partner, the ankle bully, Dave <laughs> McCollum. But um, OKC, man, I don't know if it's the players on the court or if it's the coach, but um, they seem to make some very questionable decisions coming down the stretch because um. Like I said earlier, three minutes left. You're up by eight, nine points. Yeah, you gotta drain the clock. You gotta um, you gotta work deep into the shot clock, and then attack. Like if I was um, if I was running the team, we're not, we're not um, I'm gonna have PG in the high post. That's where he was cooking the whole first half, the whole game, pretty much. He had like thirty, I think. You give him the ball in the high post. We're not attacking until there's six to eight seconds left. And he he gets a quick move off. If they if they double, he kicks it. Open shot. Well, I think one of the issues was like he was like one for four down the stretch on free throw. So yeah, you want that, but then if he gets fouls, he's got to convert. That's the next one. That's it. Yeah, that's the next. The, the yeah, problem right. is you're gonna get the double team. Like it's hard to double from the middle of the floor. So I think you got it right. Yeah. The problem is they gonna let Russ shoot because Russ shooting like twenty five percent from anywhere outside. So that's you know he they said he took a hundred attempts in the last three games. Yeah, but the, um, 
That's entirely too many shots. But the next part is, um, we, we you got to Paul George. He yeah. made three straight free throws. So um, one trip, one trip. I think it was two and a half minutes left in the game, three minutes left in the game. Back-to-back possessions. He comes down and gets fouled, misses both free throws. Next possession comes down, dribbles into two people, turns the ball over early yeah. in the shot clock. That's the killer. I knew the game was over as soon as that happened. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, like, it happened like they came back. And when you watch what I – and so this is back to what uh, Hank and I were talking about, about, uh, about Portland, is what makes Damian such a great player, and people have been talking about this, is he doesn't get caught in the emotional turmoil of the playoffs. The other thing is he's figured out um, that it's not about him. That's crazy to say by a guy who scored 50. But he knows – he knows when he should take a step back. He yeah. knows – because you got to think about it. Harold played well. Like a number of those guys, those role players, contribute. I said Al Farouk Aminu, he had um, yes. Grant with a dream shape. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you got a number of those guys who come off the bench. Uh, you got Curry. And so he – like, the, the best part of his game was what the game before, the two games before, where he struggled early on, but he kind of allowed for the other team, allowed for his game to come. Yeah. You don't see that level of maturity happen over in Oklahoma City. That's the like, best right. and, and, and part of it is I love Russell Westbrook, but it's hard to be around a guy who is always mostly up and down. Like, if you've ever been in a locker room or in a team situation like that, the the stress around the situation is much higher. If you watch Dame Leonard, everybody else is just cool like him. In the pressure moment, he and McCallum, you look at the emotions of that team, their, their emotions are always here. Whereas, like, Oklahoma City goes up and down. And even as a coach, that's hard to manage. Like, and the thing that makes Russ great is what costs him in moments like this. He's like He's like a – Crash and burn. Like you, he had a triple double last night. Amazing performance. Hustles. Like there's nothing negative. You could, like you could talk about his shot selection, and everything else, but it's not because he doesn't play hard. Like there's a lot of cats who just don't play hard, and so it's hard to counter him. But he's got to figure out his tempo, his emotions. He got to figure out some way to allow space for other people. Because if you really want to think about it, the person who probably had the ball in his hands down the stretch should have been Schroeder. Why? Because he's a natural point guard. He's a guy who's going to look to see the clock and make the right decisions. It, he really should have managed the end of the game. And they're not at that point to allow him to manage the end of the game, to be truthful. He, he can shoot free throws. He's a legitimate point guard. He can get you the shots where you want to get it. But I don't think they're mature enough to recognize that he's the one who should have the ball in his hands down the stretch. And maybe next year they will realize that. He's kind of growing that role. And it sounds like they try to encourage him to do that. But in that situation, they would have won the game if the ball would have been in his hands six out of the last seven possessions. They would have got the shot they were supposed to get. And yeah. I think they're not – whereas uh, Portland's comfortable with that. They know those situations now, right? And they got a superstar who's ready to deliver. So that's the part that I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know where Oklahoma City goes from here. Exactly. That's, that's the way I feel. I'm speechless. It's like – because it's like you're going to – you. You have to ask yourself, okay, you got a player that's as dynamic as a Russell Westbrook, triple-double, like on yep. a night like that. 
Yeah. Uh, but Paul George to me seemed like he disappeared a little bit down the stretch. Yeah. And, and he and, and, and quite frankly, rather disappointing down the stretch of that game. Okay. And so, you know, what do you what do you do if you're them? All right. And it seems like that's the that's the that's the stopgap for teams or for players to go somewhere else and be great. You know, and they're leaving Russell there by himself trying to do all he can to hold it together. So but I but like as, as I started with, but when you look on the other hand, you got you got a Portland team that you know that can make some moves in the offseason and get over mm-hmm. the hump with a budding superstar in Damian Lillard. And I'll tell you this, if don't nobody think that that, that young man was a, a, a superstar before last night, they know now. They know they know now. They know yeah. now. Dave Dollar put the down. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.